and gentlemen welcome to the stage Steven Crowder How many people here actually celebrate Christmas? Woo! Okay, Hanukkah? All right, no accountants. <laughs> Looks like it's TurboTax <laughs> for you. Uh, question of the day for people who are watching live right now. How many people do you know who actually don't celebrate Christmas? It's far less common than we think. The hashtag, by the way, right now is uh, Crowder Christmas and a promo code for people who are out there. Crowder Christmas, you get $10 off through Christmas right oh, now yeah. if you join Mug Club, as well as $10 going to a uh, local charity that does uh, Christmas baskets for those in need. So let's uh, hear it for uh, them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much to the Blaze as well. If you could give them a round of applause for helping us put this on. We have a lot to get to. Santa Claus is here today. That's always disturbing with a room full of 35-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even have a crowd animator like Bill Maher, so you just have to laugh when I do this. <laughs> and then want to punch me in the face. Uh, before we get to all the news that we have, we have Santa Claus, my half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond is here. We have some other special guests. One cheer because someone needs someone on retainer. Very nice. <laughs> but first, uh, don't let this be you this Christmas dinner. <laughs> Yeah. 
That was, uh, what was that? Was Ooh. that Izzo? Lizzo? Izzo? Lizzo. Izzo? Rizzo? Do you guys know who I'm? It's Izzo? Mizzo? Iggy? I don't know, but she's not getting up for a while. Which one's the Muppet Rat? Is that Rizzo? Hard to tell. Okay, all right, now I know. I can't tell. All right, very nice. I mean, you know, I'm looking on the monitor and seeing this tie. I'm really sorry, folks. <laughs> I think every man thinks when they wear a tuxedo they're going to look like James Bond. And yeah, instead, yeah, they, yeah. they look like their bow tie was tied by a kid who it was his last make-a-wish. <laughs> That's sweet. Merry Christmas. You knew what you signed up for. Um, we do have some news to get through, though, like this California nativity scene that was in the news, if you haven't seen this, depicting Jesus, Mary, and Joseph as refugees, oh, separated in cages. Yeah. Uh, the lead, but why did you laugh? That is very <laughs> creepy, sir. <laughs> and it's even creepier. Can I, by the way, give a round of, this is Thomas right here. Thomas, come up real quick. This was the first man in line tonight. Thomas, Good job, look at Thomas. him. <laughs> hey, 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 go, get, get out of here before security shoots you. Um, you how long, you were like four hours in advance? You got here at four. Okay, so a lot of spare time on your hands. Yeah, I imagine you too are doing your own taxes. Probably not a lot. Um, I appreciate it, Thomas. I was walking in and it just shocked the hell out of me. He goes, "Hey!" And he had a mug. He was out there, very lonely, with his mug, and you have it right there, Hardcore. and it's empty. So that really just seems like a bludgeoning tool, <laughs> like Pan's Labyrinth, just gonna break my orbital bone. And it shocks up. <laughs> you haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth? That's okay. Guillermo del Toro, Spoiler. not that great. A uh, little hey. overrated. The lead pastor, by the way, for that nativity scene, if we can bring it back up, he said that uh, he's seen how these asylum seekers have been treated and, quote, wanted the Holy Family to stand in because they were also refugees. Very similar, minus, you know, the, the rapey stuff. Uh, <laughs> He didn't say that. That's me editorializing. Uh, yes, I need to make yeah, sure right, I, I don't get accused of fake news. Here's the thing. This is the issue with Christmas today, right? We don't have that much common ground anymore. I think everyone here is, to have, is here to have a good time. We all want to have a laugh. But when it comes to Christmas, every single get-together, dinner, family gatherings, there's always one guy who has to politicize it. Everything I touch turns into a disaster. I guess I don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. Christmas is just another excuse for white Christian capitalists to shove their wealth and religion in the faces of marginalized people. It has nothing to do with the birth of Jesus, who wasn't even born on December 25th. Your Christmas isn't the only holiday, Charlie Brown. What about Hanukkah? Kwanzaa? Where's the school plays to celebrate Yule? Or the Hallmark movies wishing everyone a merry winter solstice? How about the Diwali Festival of Lights? You never heard of the Diwali Festival of Lights, did you? Don't get me started on the Salvation Army. All this because America is a quasi-religious, anti-LGBTQAIP oligarchy where Christmas is thrust upon us and everyone falls for materialism each year like the good little mindless sheep they are. And they follow their shepherd, Donald Trump. <laughs> and that's what Christmas is all about, you cis white male. Oh, brother. They worked it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, That's a great story. Those kids. I don't know. Linus kind of a dick. He is. A little bit. I yeah. didn't know that exactly. Yes. Uh, another story is, uh, of course, you've been uh, reading about. How many people have been following impeachment at all? No, no, hands down. There will be no mention of that <laughs> here tonight. None. It's Christmas. It's a happy place. There's politics out here. There is no Pelosi here. <laughs> there could be. I have no idea. The military is now investigating an alleged white power hand gesture. Did you see this? It was flashed at last weekend's Army-Navy game. Yeah. You see they were talking about the white power gesture. The broadcast, this comes from the New York Times, the broadcast showed cadets in the stands making the common okay or made you look sign that people like the Southern Poverty Law Center, if you don't know, claim is now racist. Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, just don't tell Home Alone 2. So that's oh, kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a snort? <laughs> wow. I oh, appreciate yeah. it. That's almost as disturbing that as them cheering Santa Claus at yeah, the age of 55. Right, yeah, almost. 
The only thing more disturbing would be if the median age here was Fox News. <laughs> be cheering for Santa and self-lubricating pocket catheters, which oh. we didn't plan on talking about. I under like I get like I some people need catheters. Anyone here use catheters? Okay. Um, <laughs> I understand you want a catheter. That I get. Yeah. Pocket. Okay, I understand you want it, but self-lubricating. Seems to me that this would not be at the top of my priority list if I am yeah. jamming a glass rod down my wiener hole. <laughs> it seems to me I would want to have a little bit more control over uh, the viscosity. Yeah, yeah. What a little uh, manual. Think of it that way. Pocket catheters again, self-lubricating, that was all. That was just an aside. This <laughs> 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 was just an aside. Though really, uh, as it relates to Kevin McAllister was a white, white yeah. uh, Home Alone, was a white power advocate. Wow. Though really, we, we should have gathered that mm. from, from Home Alone 1. <laughs> Almost makes you root for Marvin Harry. <laughs> Almost. Sad point. They weren't the wet bandits. Ugh. They were simply trying to carry out justice. You guys, that's actually probably my favorite Christmas movie ever, Home Alone. Anyone else? Is that just yeah. now? It's just yeah. me. If you, oh. Thank you. Two people who oh, also like on. Santa Claus. If you go back and watch, there's no way you can make Home Alone 2 nowadays. Have you seen, like, those men would be dead five times over. There's a scene where Joe Pesci says, hey, kid, nothing would trill me more greatly than to shoot you. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is homicide of Kids a youngster. Are Knocking off a youngster ain't going to mean all that much to me. Good, Joe Pesci. We're very glad to hear it. That's uh, horrible for Christmas cheer. <laughs> I think we can, I, one thing that we're talking about the white power symbol, this has now become a white power symbol. I think we can all agree that the controversy is pretty ridiculous now at this point, right? A racist behind every corner. Anyone here feel that way? I see the one guy with the Hitler Youth haircut. He's very quiet. Yeah, we're watching him. Sorry, I hope you're not like sick and you just had to shave the sides of your head and I was just very <laughs> insensitive. He's like, I was the one who tied the bow tie. It was Make-A-Wish. Um, <laughs> real racists. This is one thing we've been taught that racism is secret now. Everything is a dog whistle. Now, and as we know, growing up, and we can just hearken back to the old Christmas specials, yeah. racists in real life are, are far more open about it. Happy birthday! <gasps> hey, I'm alive! Hmm. Is this the future? <laughs> Did we finally eradicate cis males? I don't see any color, children. Looks like somebody won the race war. And you can identify as whatever you want now. Who needs a vagina when I have an asshole? I can play with kids' balls, but we still need to eliminate white men and Christians, Jews, Chinamen, and any other transphobes. <laughs> what say you, kids? Are you ready to storm into town with me and slaughter the enemy? We'll call it the Dickless Caliphate! Wow. Oh. Da. Ooh. Is that the sound of sleigh bells, or is that just Susan Wojcicki immediately eliminating <laughs> yeah. our channel? I'm getting the notification right now. She's so. just wearing dangly earrings. We <laughs> thought it was sleigh bells. We're all banned, every last one of you. Uh, speaking of the Hallmark Channel, also another controversy with Christmas, apologize for pulling ads featuring same-sex weddings. You guys Ooh. seen this story? All the men here lying that you don't watch Hallmark Christmas movies? Of course you do. <laughs> it's better than Lifetime. You ever seen the Lifetime? When Lifetime makes you go, oof. Yeah, it's rough. Thank God for Hallmark, then it must be really bad. <laughs> the decision, this comes from uh, some news source that I don't care about. Decision came after the company faced calls for the boycott uh, after pulling the ads for a wedding planning company. Uh, in uh, his apology, the head of Hallmark, uh, the president, promised to be more inclusive in the future, starting with their new movie, A Very Fulsome Street Christmas. So they're really Ooh, happy yeah. about that. <laughs> Hey, slow on the uptake, but they got it. Can you bring that back up? Because I oh, didn't get oh, to see yeah. it. I didn't, was that, he looks, is that, no. Oh, there he is, there he is. Well, you guys put Pete Buttigieg in that, good work. <laughs> <laughs> Run through was very late. I had no idea it was going to appear. Finally, <laughs> in Seattle, uh, sorry about this. Oh, I'm no. glad to see no eight-year-olds in the oh, audience. Uh, almost seems like Close Santa Claus is age inappropriate at this point. In Seattle, a <laughs> transgender stripper was hired to entertain uh, a conference 
on homelessness because it's 2019. Okay, that's, yeah, good, thank you. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. we had that to shorten that clip quite that a bit. Uh, that was... It went on longer. That was yeah, Beyonce right. Black St. James. Any fans? Okay. <laughs> Apparently you guys don't have her on your Spotify playlist. Beyonce Black St. James, she danced topless in a sheer bodysuit, gave lap dances, kissed attendees. <laughs> this was a national news story. That's right, Beyonce Black... St. James, uh, or she was known in a former life, Detective Carl Winslow. So there's that. <laughs> that is so disgraceful. To Die Hard, technically a Christmas movie, so we thought we'd shoehorn that yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't feel good about it. Um, <laughs> of course, some people were shocked, obviously, slightly uncomfortable. Others shrugged it off, and um, they just felt that, given the current climate, it's something, transgenderism, that's increasingly common in the workplace. It is right before Christmas, and everybody is getting ready for that big sleigh ride on the night of the 24th, Christmas Eve. See, all these toys are made by these elves. These elves have that certain knack for toy making, all except for this, this one misfit. Herbie! Aren't you finished painting that yet? There's a pile up a mile behind you. What's eating you, boy? Well, see, that's the problem, I guess. What? I just don't like being a boy. Oh, well, if that's all... What? You don't like being a boy? No. Hermie doesn't like being a boy. 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 Fuck you, Hermie. Shame on you, Hermie. Do you mind telling me what you do want to be? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a... A lady. A lady? Well, we need one up here. See, I've been studying, and there's hormone blockers, and bottom transition surgery, and fake... Now listen, you! You're a boy elf! And boy elves stay boy! Now get to work! Ten minute break! Not for you! Finish the job, or you're fired! Why is he such a trans foe? I can't stand wearing men's clothes. Chop my dick off with gusto. Then I might fit in. There you go. Great. You can clap. That's okay. Wow. <laughs> you don't have to. I shock, we, I shock ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I love how Thomas was in the front row. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if I should have waited nine hours in the freezing cold today. Don't worry. <laughs> Do it's going to be worth it. This will show? all pay off eventually. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was actually, we had to do that shot for shot recreation there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is a horrible film. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the Clay, have you gone back and watched that recently? Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Santa is, part, sorry, an asshole in that yes. movie. That's true. He actually walks over. We had to do our research. We do our research. He walks over to Blitzen or Donner, I believe, who's mm. apparently Rudolph's father. And he actually, and I quote, he goes, Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself, Donner, giving birth to a red-nosed reindeer. Oh, oh, oh. Let's not let him join in any reindeer games. And as a kid, I'm what? like, that, that's his son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's borderline racist. Santa. <laughs> What does he do with a black elf? Oh, 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 who ever heard of a Negro elf? <laughs> Let's not let him join in any elf hockey, right? <laughs> Though if we did, you probably couldn't play it anyway. That's one for us. <laughs> Santa, not me. <laughs> you cheered him previously. <laughs> Then there was the, uh, the Island of Misfit Toys in that special. You remember, yeah, what a freak show that yeah. was. Uh, mm -hmm. This is basically an island. I, I hadn't watched this in years where you go back and you see there these toys that had like these minor defects and Santa being the jolly old clansman that he is, exiles <laughs> them to an island. It's like, it's this island. It's basically Auschwitz for toys is what it is. 
And there was what? There was the uh, the choo-choo with the square wheels. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, there was yeah. the, uh, the, the the squirt gun that only shot jelly. Apparently that was an unsolvable problem. Um, <laughs> That's a user error. There was the, uh, oh, there was the b -b 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 boat that couldn't stay afloat. Yeah, talking boat, if you can't stay afloat, you're a shipwreck. You have no business <laughs> being a boat. There was the Charlie no, in the box. Ah, uh, yes. I went back, right. the Char you remember yes. the Charlie in the box? Same lady who snorted. He's like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Get my CPAP, get my CPAP. <laughs> <laughs> The Charlie in the Box, if you don't remember the Island of Misfit Toys, the Charlie in the Box was always bitching about his name. Like, oh, no kid wants to play with a Charlie in the Box. Okay, uh, first off, if it's that much of a problem for you, Charlie, uh, call yourself Jack, dumbass. I don't. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> the only way that these kids could know your name is Charlie is if you're telling them. <laughs> And they pull it like, boing, hi, it's me, Charlie. I mean, I mean Jack, son of a bitch. <laughs> Long way around to say I don't like Rudolph. <laughs> None of this good is on chase. prompter. I don't know why they put anything on there. I don't go with it anyway. Is my fly unzipped? No? Okay, good. I think you're you're good. Yeah, After you're the good. bow tie fiasco, I thought something was horribly wrong. Uh, promo code is Crowder Christmas, by the way. $10 off, $10 oh, yeah. to local uh, Christmas off. baskets. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Um, Christmas used to be kind of one of those times, that's by design, where everyone used to come together and put aside our differences, right? Like, I do feel as though we are living in a time of more political division than ever before. And we used to be able to reach across the aisle during Christmas. And now we have so little common ground that it's almost impossible. We can't agree on anything anymore. And I'm just talking about politics. Right? You can avoid politics at every single function. You can avoid politics at Thanksgiving. You can avoid it at Christmas, socioeconomic issues, geopolitics. But you can trigger someone with anything that you say. Nowadays, we don't even have the fundamental groundwork upon which we agree someone can get pissed if you somehow imply that the Earth is a globe. Gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? Say, Mary, what'd you wish for when you threw that rock? Oh, no. Well, Mary, you can tell me. No, if I told you, it wouldn't come true. Come on, Mary, what do you want? Do you want the moon? Just, just say the words and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it right down. I don't believe in the moon. Say, that's not a bad idea. You'd swallow it. You don't believe in the moon? No. Mary, what on earth are you talking about? It's, it's right there. Well, it's obvious. You can tell just by looking at it, it's a two-dimensional object. Well, I bet you think the Earth is a globe. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait just a minute, Mary. Hold, hold on. A two-dimensional... Now, Mary, we sent a man up there on that moon. He went up and... Climb through outer space. Oh, you don't really believe that crap, do you? But don't, don't believe what? What in God's green earth am I hearing, Mary? You, I think you hit your head in the bushes over there. That's the moon. Oh, look at all the photos they show us. Where are the stars? The shadows are okay, all wrong. Now you listen here, Mary. Old Glory is flying high up on that moon. Oh, now that's the biggest lie of all. If we had really planted that flag on the moon, it wouldn't be flapping in the wind. Well, because there'd be no wind. Well, that's because they designed a special flag for the photo, Mary. It has a parallel beam perpendicular to the moon's surface. Otherwise, a flag would just be, just be hanging there. And you don't see the stars because of the camera exposure. Cameras? It's what cameras? George, did you see a camera reflecting off of Neil Armstrong's helmet when he took the selfie? What in holy hell's a selfie? Everything was staged to make America think we beat the Russians. One giant leap for mankind, my behind. Hey, what are you waiting for? Why don't you tell that broad the third law of thermodynamics? You should. You should tell that broad the third law of thermodynamics. That's Thank true. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Special thanks to the wonderful co-star, uh, Quarter Black Garrett's bald cap. That was... <laughs> the real star. He couldn't yeah. make it tonight. <laughs> They're actually cheering for a bald cap. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know what? You look more like Keanu Reeves in this light than I remember. Sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're a much better actor, too. Uh, Thanks, I, man. Okay, all right, we get it. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we'll be sure to put a stop on that check. There's really no one who celebrates Hanukkah here. Are we sure? No one who can put a stop and do his accounting for me? We need someone who's a little bit clever with numbers. Uh, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, I work for, according to the Flat Earth Gang. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Work for the accountants. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> so listen, I do want to take this opportunity. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas, about how many people who celebrate Christmas here in the United States. And we're going to talk a little bit about other holidays, Kwanzaa, why it's not really a holiday at all. It's fake. I uh, don't believe in it. Not a real thing. Won't apologize for it. <laughs> but in the interim, I would like you to please welcome, because I have him on retainer, and he didn't have a whole lot to do this year because, um, well, this week anyway, Google takes some time off near the holidays. Uh, my half-Asian lawyer with a little uh, medley here uh, as an homage to, I believe, Santa Baby? about Elizabeth Warren, ladies and gentlemen, my half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richman, everybody. Please. <laughs> Keep it going for Bill Richman. So we've got a uh, wonderful guy here on the left, Mr. Gibbon. Give him a round of applause. He'll be uh, helping us out with a little tune here for our, our favorite front-running lady for the Democratic primary. Um, this one is Warren Baby. It's not me, Warren, baby. Let's cuddle in your teepee tonight. <laughs> Warren, baby, the rubes are eating up your new deal. Bright green, tax the taxpayers, dear. Warren, baby, let's snuggle in your teepee tonight. Think of all the interest missed, forgiving debts of all those college kids. The polls next year will be oh so good if taxpayers fund my welfare lists. Warren, baby, open borders, really, that's not a lot. They're all angels down there. Warren, baby, let's cuddle in our teepee tonight. ladies and gentlemen. And Gibbon, of course, Gibbon. Keep it going for Gibbon. You know, I, I thought he was going to play the violin. Oh. He plays the violin. No, he plays, what are you, what are you, what's wrong with you? He does play the violin. Not oh, all great. Asians play the violin, just him and Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, let him know you love him. He had to suffer horrible yeah, views from his tiger mom to pull that off, guys. <laughs> Bamboo sticks. All right, never mind. Yeah. So much. Apparently, they don't care that a small half-Asian child had piano keys rammed into his neck. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything to them. That's a true story. Yeah. Ask him about it. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, let me see, because I can't see everybody here. Sorry, I know some of you in the back might not be able to see. By the way, thank you for your service. Uh, I can see the one gentleman there, and I can't see who's next to him. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We're glad that you're home. Now, how many of you said you guys celebrate Christmas? Yep. Okay, there you go. Uh, okay, if I ever ask anything, I'll just need you guys to either clap or say something, because I can't see all the hands. Uh, I can see you, Thomas. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> just don't look me in the eye. Yeah. He creeps me out. <laughs> Eyes down. A little bit. I appreciate it, but I also, a little bit scared. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. You guys have heard about the war on Christmas, and you have people on the left and on the right who play into this. Um, I want you to know it's, it's not a thing. Meaning there is no real war on Christmas, at large, I should say. There are very few select people 
who are upset about Christmas, who want us to believe that there are people who are offended at the idea of Merry Christmas. And then, of course, it sort of ties into, feeds into outrage culture, where you have a lot of people on the right who believe it as well. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me just show you some numbers really quickly uh, before we get to some, uh, I think we have a Change My Mind segment that we did on yeah. Christmas we're going to get to. Um, Christmas is by far, by far the most favorite holiday of Americans. No other winter holidays even croc, uh, crack, crock, crock. Well, that's oh, Kwanzaa. That's we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just wait. They don't even crack the top ten. Okay, 90%. When we talk about the war on Christmas and happy holidays versus Merry Christmas, you would think, well, maybe half the country doesn't celebrate Christmas. No, 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas, by the way. And 46% of them don't even celebrate it religiously. It's important to note that. This surprised me, 87% of non-Christians in this country celebrate Christmas. That's 76% of Asian Buddhists, that's 73% of Hindus, and a third of Jews in the United States put up Christmas trees. Right? Think about, think about that for a second. 90% of Americans, can yeah. we get 90% of Americans to agree on anything else? <laughs> anything at all? Uh, genuinely, a challenge outside of like puppies. Can anyone think <laughs> of 90% of Americans getting along and agreeing on anything else? All right, you can get back to me. <laughs> I was waiting to see if there would be yeah, something else. There's nothing else, there's absolutely no. nothing else. 90%, and here's something else too, when we talk about the greeting. This is important because you see it a lot, you know, people get outraged about Starbucks, and I don't know about you, but like I couldn't care less if they had a reindeer on a cup, and then it was only red, and then, you know, you get someone who's pissed off, whether it's yeah, on Fox News or MSNBC, like nobody cares. When asked which greeting they prefer, 52% of Americans said that it doesn't matter at all. Next highest on the list, 32% of Americans said that Merry Christmas was their favorite. Only 15% preferred Happy Holidays. That means that of the remaining 10% who don't celebrate Christmas, the vast majority of them are not at all offended by the idea of wishing somebody a Merry Christmas. But if you, if you were to watch this, and I see this a lot because we have a lot of viewers who are either from Germany or Japan or for some reason Brazil. I don't know why. I don't know what they do down there aside from jiu-jitsu. They make a lot of knives. That's great. I don't know what the contribution is, but good on you guys. We have a lot of international people who watch the show and they say, you know, if I were to watch American uh, cable, cable news, I would think that you have to hate Donald Trump in that country, that everybody despises him. And I would think that Christmas, there's some kind of a civil war going on over Christmas. So that's not the case. There is such a disconnect between what actually happens with us in our everyday life and what the media covers. And that's why actually we sat down to do a Change My Mind on Christmas. But there really wasn't. The truth is, we couldn't do a full Change My Mind segment because most people didn't care. So we had to cut it down for you. And the people who did have opinions on it, who came up to argue, um, I will say they had rather tepid, mm. room temperature yeah. opinions. So, uh, Merry Christmas, changed my mind. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> changed my mind. Even though the majority of us like do celebrate Christmas, there's still Hanukkah, there's some people that don't celebrate either. Sure. How does me wishing you a Merry Christmas prevent you from celebrating, let's say, Hanukkah? Well, it's because, <laughs> sorry. So do you think that corporations having statements like happy holidays would be more inclusive versus using Merry Christmas? I don't care. Starbucks can do whatever they want. I don't shop at Starbucks. And by the way, I don't. Starbucks didn't say Merry Christmas. They removed reindeer and made it a red cup. I tell you what, I wasn't outraged at all. This is not about the war on Christmas. If Starbucks wants to take off Christmas and put up little red cups to their heart's content and serve their crappy, overly burnt coffee. I think it's just unfair to continue that tradition of wishing people something which might have sentiment, which can be very sensitive to other people. Yeah, I can understand that, but 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas, religious or non-religious. A huge percentage, 40-something percent of Americans who celebrate Christmas don't even celebrate it religiously. A vast majority of the remaining 10% receive it as positive, but for some reason it's controversial. No one really cares. So because 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas, I say Merry Christmas. If I knew you were Jewish, I would say Happy Hanukkah. But have you ever met someone who incidentally doesn't celebrate Christmas, you wished a Merry Christmas and has been offended? No, I haven't. Neither have I. I have a problem with a very, very small but vocal minority of people getting offended at something that is not intended to be offensive and exerting pressure. I say Merry Christmas. If someone's offended by it, this is, you know, pretty basic. I don't really give a shit. I think we both agree Merry Christmas is in no way meant to be offensive. It's, it's in no way in a front. If someone's offended, they can choose to be. It doesn't mean that I'm trying to be offensive. So I don't care what corporations do. I don't care what other people say. I just will say Merry Christmas. Christmas has done me good, will do me good, and I say God bless it, and Merry Christmas to you. That's all I'm saying. That's about it. Yeah. 
And, and, and here's the thing, too. We didn't plan on doing this. We did this yeah. a long time ago. Kwanzaa isn't real. Changed my mind. We did it at, uh, was it at, uh, at SMU? I think so. Is it TCU? I don't know. They all bleed, one of those they all bleed together. Yeah, one of those letter schools. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Riddled with scandal, I assume, as all universities are. So we did this a long time ago. Kwanzaa isn't real. Changed my mind. But we were not set up for it. We were not preparing on discussing, the, uh, on discussing this, this, this topic in Austin with this Merry Christmas Change My Mind. But I did mention offhandedly, and I'll get into some more information after this next video as to why it's not a real holiday. You don't need to apologize for saying that. And some people got really upset. Oh, yeah. Let me just say this. This is going to sound terrible, um, as opposed to everything else you've heard tonight. And <laughs> the thing is, um, I've noticed that people who get really offended are almost always white people. Yes. And overweight angry women. I'm sorry, I don't, for the overweight angry women yeah, out there, not all overweight angry women, but a just, good chunk. Just, just some, some. <laughs> and we were talking about, and I mentioned offhandedly that Kwanzaa wasn't real as we were switching the gear up on the tables. So I want you to understand this context. This is why the camera work is weird. We weren't planning on talking about this, but some people, of course, immediately decided to take up arms for Kwanzaa. But mm -hmm. as you'll see, they, they weren't exactly sure uh, why. Is this about the Kwanzaa comment? Yes, it's not real. Yeah, it's a made-up holiday by a racist in the 1960s. Nope. Hey, do you, do you celebrate Kwanzaa? No. No African-Americans do. Did you know that? It's less than 2%. I know some people got mad that I said Kwanzaa's not a real holiday. What? It's not. It's not a real holiday. It's a fake holiday. It's not a real holiday in Africa, and it was invented by an abusive, sexual harassing racist in 1966 named Ron Everett, who called himself Karenga. He stuffed cot curling irons in women's mouths and hoses with cleaning solution, and it was based on neo-Marxist black liberation theology. It's a fake racist holiday that no one celebrates. Probably, like, there's people who celebrate Kwanzaa. There aren't. <laughs> there aren't. Do you celebrate Kwanzaa? No, but I know that. Oh! That's why no African-Americans celebrate it. I haven't met a single person who celebrates it. You do? Okay, I would love to hear you talk about Ron Everett. I don't know who Ron Everett is. But if you don't know who Ron Everett is, my guess is you're probably not a huge Kwanzaa fan. Does Hanukkah and Christmas Yes. <laughs> no. But if you want to sit down and talk about it, I'll tell you why they're legitimate and Kwanzaa's fake. I think that's where you're going. That's not where I'm going. I think that's where you're going. Okay, you're wrong. Do you celebrate Christmas too? Yes, I do. Okay, Merry Christmas to you. And I would say Happy Kwanzaa, but it's not real. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to say? I just, I just thought about if those people saw the Frosty clip that we played earlier. Yeah. Ooh, we would have been oh, no. run out on a rail. Here's, <laughs> here's what is absolutely remarkable to me is... Um, she said she celebrated Kwanzaa, didn't know who the founder was, and Not couldn't, later on, couldn't name the date. <laughs> why, why do you care about Kwanzaa so much? And the, the presumption, right? It's, well, it's not legitimate because it's, because white people celebrate Christmas in Hanukkah? No, okay, how about this? Christmas and Hanukkah are legitimate because more black people celebrate it than Kwanzaa. How about that? There are more black Jews than there are African Americans who celebrate Kwanzaa. A lot of people don't necessarily believe this when they hear it. Less than 1% of Americans celebrate Kwanzaa, okay? Only 1% to 5% of African Americans celebrate Kwanzaa. We're giving you the, the most liberal numbers we can. The number's likely closer to 1% total. And I could see some people were a little bit confused. Let me kind of give you a briefer on Kwanzaa because, you know, Google and I think eBay had Happy Kwanzaa up there. Right. And I'm horribly ashamed. I don't know if you know this. When I was a kid, I, there was a show I did called Arthur. <laughs> um, great, thank you. Th Thomas was really excited. No, or don't cheer, because I did the, I played the brain on Arthur, which was a, a little smart character who was a parent. Here's what I didn't know. Until the Christmas special, they handed me my song on the album. Yeah. And I realized it was a Kwanzaa song, and my character was black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not even your fault. That's the, not your fault. I, no, this is true. The brain was a black bear. I had no idea. <laughs> First off, lots of drugs involved with this idea. It's, a pet, it's an aardvark who has a pet dog and a best friend who's a rabbit and a black bear, and no one's getting mauled. Fine, okay, yeah. we'll go with it. <laughs> Along with a sponge that, that lives under a sea. <laughs> With yeah, a pineapple. gay roommate. I think they were just experimenting. The point remains. <laughs> so then they said, you have to sing about Kwanzaa. And I did this, and this was a, this was a rude awakening. True story as a kid. Um, I was so bad at doing a Christmas song on the Arthur's Perfect Christmas special. 
And uh, I think this was God's way of saying, I'm going to teach you about Kwanzaa later, because I didn't know at the time that they recorded over all my vocals with background singers. Yeah. So I went in, I recorded for seven hours that day. I was 12 years old. And unceremoniously, I was fired. Uh, I, I went in to listen. I'm like, okay, I think I really got that track. And uh, I had a bunch of rap because Kwanzaa, Black Bear. Well, That's course. true. It was a Kwanzaa rap. And I pop in Arthur's Perfect Christmas, the CD, to hear three minutes of people I've never heard in my life <laughs> going, hey, come together now. It's Kwanzaa time. That's it. That's the whole song. Yeah. And then I was fired. <laughs> Six months later. Uh, because I didn't know anything about Kwanzaa back then. So let me, let me give you a little bit of a briefer uh, on Kwanzaa. It was made up in 1966 by a black nationalist. His name was Ron Everett, okay? He now goes by the name uh, Milana Karenga because Rons typically do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know. And lest you think I'm making this up, he was actually convicted of kidnapping and torturing two women who, by the way, were members of his black nationalist organization. I want to make sure I get this right, so I'm reading it here. He stripped them naked, whipped them with an electrical cord, beat them with batons, put detergent and running hoses in their mouths, put their toes in vices, and forced hot soldering irons against their faces and their mouths. This is the founder of the Feast of Kwanzaa. A lot of people don't know that. We act as though we put it on this legitimate pedestal as Christmas and Hanukkah and holidays that have, obviously I don't know a ton about, uh, about Hanukkah, but certainly Passover I mean, and Christmas, deeply uh, rich, historical, cultural, religious undertones, and we somehow throw Kwanzaa in as though it should be in the same lot, and it absolutely shouldn't. And just to see how many people uh, who apparently celebrate Kwanzaa know all of this about Kwanzaa, or how passionate they really are, we actually, there was, what was it called, Court of Black Garrett? Kwanzaa Fest. Kwanzaa Fest. We, now you would think Kwanzaa Fest, that would be ground zero for Kwanzaa. Yes. Yes? No? no 1% uh, should yes, be there. Yes, the 1% would be there. A different 1% here. Uh, <laughs> a sad 1%. And I, I was, and then Court uh, of Black Garrett came back with this package. I, I was very confused. So this was Kwanzaa Fest, and what's the name of the guy who was putting it on? I don't, John Wiley Price. Do you guys know John Wiley Price from here in Dallas, an elected official? So he's a representative of you guys here yep. in Dallas, Texas. Right. He was putting on Kwanzaa Fest in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Quarter Black Garrett, our African-American black quarter black correspondent, went down to Kwanzaa Fest to see how much they know about Kwanzaa. Thank you, Garrett. Enjoy. Kwanzaa Fest! We're here with John Wiley Price, the founder of the feast here at the, the Kwanzaa Fest. Do you celebrate Kwanzaa? I do. Since it is a made-up holiday, like, is there roots back in, in Africa of like some kind of holiday that might go with it? Or you say a made-up holiday? Well, Ron Everett made it up. In Africa, did they celebrate like a specific it's holiday? A, no, it is an African American holiday. Specifically, African American, American made up, made up just for. America. It's Kwanzaa quiz. I got seven Kwanzaa questions for you, representing the seven pillars of Kwanzaa. <laughs> I'm gonna fail this one. Oh, don't quiz me. I don't know any. You don't know what Kwanzaa is? Uh. Are you guys from around here? What does the term Kwanzaa mean in Swahili? Don't know. What? I, I don't know. First fruits, the fruits of the harvest. What are the seven pillars of Kwanzaa? I saw those. I can never remember them. Unity, self-determination, collective work, and responsibility, cooperative, economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. What is the percentage of the African-American community that celebrates Kwanzaa? 63%. 75%. 40 to 50%? That I don't know. 1%. All right, these last few questions are about the founder of Kwanzaa. So I bet you know all this stuff. Well, I've already said Milana Kodahi. Yeah, you got all this stuff. Yeah. What, what was his original birth name? Now that I don't know. I should know that, but I don't. It sounds like a white guy's name. James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> his birth name was Ron Everett. Ronald Everett. Number five, Ron Everett Karenga stood trial and was sentenced in which year? And he was a, he was a black nationalist? Now that I don't know. No, that, that is true. He was. For which crimes was Ron Everett charged? Bank robbery. That's a good, that's a good guess. I think it's off the cuff. Wrong. Physical violence, sexual violence, and 
torture. Yeah. She knows everything about Kwanzaa. Oh my God, so I went light on him. Do you think black nationalism is bad? No. Not at all. It's preservation. According to the testimony, how did Ron Everett sexually assault two of his female followers? Well, if I didn't know what the charge was. Here, I'll give you a hint. There's multiple things that happened. I kidnapped them. Part tortured them. All right, I'll give you torture. You did it. You got torture. I'm going to tell you what he did. He stripped them down naked, whipped them with electrical cord, beat them with karate batons, put their toes in vices, pour detergent and running hoses in their mouths and uh, burn their face and their mouth with hot soldering iron. I know, that's what I'm saying. When did he die? I don't know any of that to be fact. I don't know anything about that. Alana Karenga, founded Kwanzaa, and that's what we celebrate, this holiday of gift to the community. Thank you so much, Quarter Black Carrot. I appreciate hey, it. No problem, anytime. Anytime. That seems like a horrible waste of time and budget, but I'm it glad was, that you went out yeah. there. All right, listen, we will, we're actually gonna have, after this break, a word from our sponsors. We're gonna have Santa Claus here live in studio oh. with some gifts for all of you in the audience. Santa Claus will be here. Stay tuned, a word from our sponsors. Well, did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, pretty good. Get everything you wanted? Almost. Almost. Uh, well, that's life. Guess there's always next Christmas. Yep. Say, that's funny. What's that over there? Where? Behind the desk over there. Go take a look. BBQ 9 millimeter with a 4 inch barrel and a 5.6 pound trigger pull. Wow, mom and dad. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. That's a good idea. You could swallow it. What? Just, you... <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Santa gonna give it to you. What? You two, we can do it on our own. I've heard of your work. I've oh, heard what? of the pubic hair mustache. You made a Able to show my face in court. Okay, continue. This chick makes me. I didn't miss it. Guitar solo. You're spreading me. You're spreading me. <laughs> Let me show you boys how a real lady does it. Crowdershop.com, supporting free speech since 2000 and something. With people being banned from social media left and right, you can now purchase this de-platform this limited edition louderwithcrowdershop.com t-shirt, signifying your insubordinates to authority and request for them to kiss your ass and lick your butt. Louderwithcrowdershop.com today.
Start your Christmas morning like a patriot. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Crowder today. What's your home defense plan? When it comes to safety, there's no substitute for a quality firearm. And if you're a gun owner, there's no replacement for firearms legal protection. Firearms Legal Protection provides lawful gun owners an uncapped legal defense program, 24-7 emergency hotline, access to a network of over 2,500 experienced attorneys, legal education on firearm laws in your state via our mobile app, and plans to protect you every step of the way if you are involved in a self-defense incident. Visit firearmslegal.com LWC today. Thank you. We are back. For everyone there on the stream, we have people live here, 200 people in Dallas, Texas. Los Colinas. Yeah. Los Colinas. Yeah. This is Los Colinas, right? I think. I believe it is, which I believe it's is Spanish Dallas. for find a white person, I dare you. <laughs> I think. I'm not entirely sure about the nomenclature. Uh, no. Thank you so much to our wonderful sponsors, by the way, for the whole year. Oh, this yeah. is the only reason we're able to do this show. I can't thank Walther, Black Rifle Coffee, FLP Enough. Um, we've been demonetized, as you know, on YouTube. They've made this happen. For those who are tuning in, promo code is Crowder Christmas. You get $10 off through Christmas if you join Mug Club. $10 goes to uh, local Christmas baskets for Christmas uh, charity. We appreciate it. All right, now is the moment that you've all been waiting for. Uh, you may know him as Chris Kringle, St. Nicholas, La Bafana, but he's here to give some gifts to people in the crowd and spread some Christmas cheer. Ladies and gentlemen, Santa Claus. Thank you so much, Santa Claus. Oh. Santa, hi, Santa, Santa, hi, Santa, 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 yeah, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Stephen, how are you? Okay, a little loud, um, and your elf seems to be uh, carrying your weight quite a bit. Uh, S S Santa, what, 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 are you, what do you plan on doing here tonight for uh, the wonderful people in the audience? Yeah. I have some lovely gifts for these boys and girls. Oh, really? Oh, may I give them out? No, well, there are no boys and girls, so it depends I if it's age appropriate. Okay, I think he's gonna give them anyway, okay, so some gifts. Useful. For people hey. in the, uh, in the, Hello, uh, in the audience. Hello, girl, what's your name? Laura. All right, did you ask Santa for anything for Christmas this year? No, I did not. Good. <laughs> you get a plastic flask. Oh, oh you. plastic very flask. Welcome. Wow, Enjoy. that's, um... What else do I have in here? Seems like Santa's been using the plastic Hello, flask sir. himself. Were you a good boy this year? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> not? You know, yeah. get something else yeah. then. You do realize, I don't, think, All right. I don't think the term boy applies when he has a full beard. National Enquirer, there you go. <laughs> National Enquirer, okay. Hello, Thomas? I remember you. I remember you. Would you like some of these? No. Those? No? no? Oh, okay. Luckily, I have something else in here. Okay, kids, just a moment. You're going to follow me out onto the stage. But first, I want to know, who's ready to meet Santa Claus? Me! Like All a, right. Oh, really? Oh, let, let's, yeah. they were sampled. Well, hold, on, hold on a second. Santa, Santa, hold on, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. It, it seems, seems like you may just be giving out some stuff that you found in your house. Well, how else are they supposed to finish their houses, Stephen? I didn't understand what you said because of your filthy, okay. disgusting, drunken beard. But I assume that it's okay. He's a going on with the gifts, for I guess. You, sir. Okay. You're welcome. Somebody rein him in. Oh, what else do I have? What is that? A pie crust? Just, are you allergic to peanuts? All right, Santa. She's a, she's wearing a nice dress. Keep your hands where we can see them. Okay. Okay. I'm doing my best, Stephen. All right. Well, it's your best. Right. It's not very good. Would you like some utensils? Were you so, good? I think so. Good enough for me. The only thing more disappointing right, than no. this Santa Claus is your Hello. answers. I guess are I was good. I don't know. I don't know what acid trip you earned not, this. Would you like some roast? <laughs> Wait, is that premium cut? Is that meat? It's premium this is cut. a nice roast. It's ro that's meat. It's not reindeer. That is that is that I is promise. meat. Santa, okay. You know Here what, Santa Claus? That's that's a that's a terrible food yeah, safety a, hazard. Yeah, and we don't sell food at all. We don't have a license. But no. Santa, why don't you come on over? Santa, over there? come on over here. Yeah, we've yeah. had enough of the gifts. You guys, by the way, please return okay. all those after the show. They have not been inspected. This way. I'm horribly uncomfortable. Santa. Yes, you come on over. Medicine. Okay, this has not gone very well. Santa, yeah. Why don't you why don't you have a seat? And uh, you know what, here, I think I have some water for you, oh, Santa. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, 
Uh, oh, did the chair just break? Oh, uh, definitely not. Goodness. I think they heard it from my microphone. Set. <sighs> Santa, um, I don't think let's not do the gifts anymore. I think we've had enough. I have one more, Stephen. Have you been a good boy? Unlike the audience, I can answer with an emphatic yes. Stephen, I'm going to give you the deed to my sleigh. What? Because I want you to be the next Santa Claus. Hey, wait, wait, wait. This is a form acknowledging that you're a registered sex offender. Oh, good. Come on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Santa, Santa Claus, let's get, get him out of here. Thank you very much, Santa. All right, hey, watch okay. the decks. Keep, yeah, that's watch just, uh, we will not be invited back to the blaze. All right. <laughs> Santa, I think, I, yeah, let's, let's, okay, go, 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 go now. Check that chair. I think he did some method acting. Yeah. That was, what was that? Was that a bottle of Chardonnay? That thing is half empty. I thought I smelled that backstage. Oh, that's no. horrible. Someone's getting fired. All right, well, listen. It's getting pretty close to uh, closing out the show this evening. And I know, I apologize. We'll be spending some more time with you afterward. But, um, you know, I want to say, uh, tonight we actually, we were uh, going to have... Um, uh, my mother-in-law here, who toured with Aretha Franklin and Joni Mitchell, and she's actually very sick, so prayers appreciated for my mother-in-law right now. But uh, one thing I do want to bring to your attention, there's so many people here on this team who work behind the scenes, and not just like the sponsors that we've spoken about, and of course all of you who join up at Mug Club, but um, this wouldn't be possible. And I wanted to uh, showcase for you, actually, someone who's newer to the show, but we've all been pretty amazed by his talent. A great dude. Um, a lot of the musical parodies that we've been doing this year, and a lot of people say, well, you never used to do those. That's because they weren't possible until some new additions to the team. So I would like you to welcome uh, someone who often blows me away and makes me very angry because of the natural, unbridled talent, which I did not have. Um, our very own singing Oh Holy Night, Audio Wade, ladies and gentlemen. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth a thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, he was born Oh I divine Oh I Oh I divine Truly He taught us to love one another His law is love And His gospel is peace Chains shall He break For the slave is our brother And in His name All oppression shall cease Sweet hymns of joy In grateful chorus raise we For yonder race A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees 
credit and thanks to everyone who works on this team. Please let them hear that you love them. Quarter Black Garrett, Too Cute Maddie, Audio Wade, Even Brendan, Francine, Courtney, Brodigan, Pantelis, Gibbon, Bryce, Brendan, Darren. Is there anyone that I'm missing? Anyone? Tim from HR, even that guy. We've all made this possible. If I'm forgetting anyone, please thank you guys so much. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. A happy new year, and not Kwanzaa because it's not a real thing. Thank you so much. God bless everybody. Yeah.